From IPR News in Interlock, and I'm Ed Ronco. The legislature returns to the state capitol today. One item before a Senate committee is a first hearing on possible fixes to Michigan's no-fault auto insurance law. Capitol Bureau Chief Rick Pluta reports. There are two bills before the Senate Finance, Insurance, and Consumer Protection Committee, which is expected to meet Wednesday. Advocates say the bills would improve access to patient care and make services more affordable for people who suffered catastrophic injuries and car crashes. The bills would follow changes made to the auto no-fault law that were signed by Governor Gretchen Whitmer in 2019 that was supposed to make auto insurance more affordable. But care providers and patient advocates say the result has been thousands of people have lost coverage that paid for critical services and some people have died. The lobbying organization that represents the insurance industry says altering the 2019 law could make auto coverage unaffordable for many drivers. I'm Rick Pluta. As the United Auto Workers Union continues its strike, Michigan's auto suppliers are considering mass layoffs. Industry advocates say that suppliers are expecting to fire more than half of their workforce if the work stoppage lasts a full month. There are 26 original equipment manufacturers headquartered in the state, according to a recent report from the Detroit Regional Chamber. Julie Freem advocates for original equipment suppliers as part of MEMA, which is the Vehicle Suppliers Association. She says companies have stopped delivering parts to the dozens of auto plants on strike. And our worry as as a trade association is that we are going to start to see suppliers that simply can't manage the losses can't manage the shutdown and um, get into real financial difficulty here. Michigan's auto sector employs more than one million people, representing 20 percent of the state's total jobs. The number of people in northern Michigan's workforce has climbed back to pre-pandemic levels. But as WCMU's Rebecca Partica reports, business leaders in the region fear the aging population could have negative impacts on the workforce in the years to come. The report says the population in Antrim, Charlevoix, Sheboygan, and Emmett counties are aging faster than the rest of the state and country. Sam Bailey is the Strategic Initiatives Manager for the Northern Lakes Economic Alliance. The alliance provides resources to entrepreneurs to help them retain workers in the region. Bailey says businesses need to challenge the idea that Northern Michigan is only a vacation destination if it wants to attract younger workers. We need to be a little more proud and show what we have to offer. It isn't just a hospitality economy up there. There are a number of thriving industries in the region as well. Bailey also says businesses need to consider creating more flexible work schedules for single parents to maintain their workforce. Rebecca Partica reporting. Activists, state lawmakers, and local officials gathered in Detroit yesterday ahead of the introduction of a new bill package that would create a water affordability program across Michigan. Rosalind Walker lives in Detroit. She says she struggled to pay her own water bill over the years until she was enrolled in Detroit's water affordability program. Now she's advocating to see affordability plans replicated statewide. It's a lot of people out here without water, and they're scared to talk about it because they have children. And, you know, to protect the service, get involved and everything. So we need to all stand together. And I think this bill would really, uh, you know, suit a lot of people. One goal of the bill package is making sure low-income residents would not have to pay more than 3% of their household income on water bills. Dozens of people were in front of McLaren, Northern Michigan, in Petoskey yesterday to show support for Highland Cottage Hospice House. McLaren recently announced the closure of another hospice facility in Sheboygan, and this group has been trying to get a meeting with McLaren executives for several weeks to ensure that Highland House does not meet the same fate. 
We have a full story on our website, iprnews.org. This is IPR News. I'm Ed Ronco.